The text that you are about to hear is by Charles Olavois. To find out more about this Canadian author and his previous books, visit www.charlesolevois.com. This episode is from Goodbye Philippines, a collection of short stories. The book are a fictional construction of exchanges between the author and people living in the Philippines, overseas workers, and Filipino expats. Goodbye Philippines, a podcast collection of short stories by Charles O. Levois. Through Facebook conversations, George, the narrator of Goodbye Philippines, gets glimpses of Filipino lives in the Philippines and among expatriates and overseas foreign workers. As he discovers the sufferings of the younger generation, he is often reminded of the disparity between the deprivations and emotional angst of his youth. On one trip to the Philippines, he is hospitalized in delirium and dependent on local care until he is well enough to fly home. On his return, he shuts everyone out, including Lando, the youth in the Philippines whose college education he paid for. After a long silence, his protege reaches out and the two briefly reunite online. The bond between them is poignant and Lando's longing for a father's substitute is palpable. Will George choose to pull away? Read by Warren Carey and music by Angelico Dayo, executive producer Charles O. Lavoie. Chapter 15 Online Economy The following is an abridged story from Goodbye, Philippines. What happens to the paths not taken? Where did the hopes and dreams go that an individual carried inside, but which never came to life? Are they stored somewhere, waiting to be resurrected like the frozen bodies of Walt Disney or Ferdinand Marcos, the past president of the Philippines? During the early days of his life on Facebook, George used to accept friend requests from strangers from all over the world with no scrutiny. After having been contacted by several women who wanted to date, but whose timeline was blank and missing any biographical information, he decided to do some investigation prior to clicking the accept button. One day, someone named Ben Cassile contacted him. The profile photo showed a man with an elongated face. Although his mouth was open, revealing his teeth, Ben was not smiling. Curious, George messaged him, How old are you? Instead of a straight answer, the man asked, How old do you think I am? George chose to err on the lower side and typed, Twenty-five? I am thirty-six years. Wow, you look younger! Ben acknowledged the compliment with a sticker of an animated creature with puffy hair blowing kisses. Why did you contact me? George asked. Your name, Ben explained. Because it's foreign? Romantic. Hmm. Convinced that the name George Miller was anything but romantic, George responded, I suggest you contact someone else. I'm old. I don't know what to say, but my intention is to have friend with you. 
How often do you chat with foreigners on Facebook? George asked. Never, I swear. George heard the beep of a new message. Ben had just sent a selfie with the question, Am I handsome? George replied with a thumbs-up sticker. My English is no good. Your English is very good, George contradicted him. You are a good man. How can you say such a thing? George asked, laughing. You don't even know me. Ben fired a rosary of very short messages, each to the point. I saw your name. Not to improve my condition. In God's words, my intention is good. I am an independent man. My simple Nipahat. Wherever he went in the Philippines, George had seen those respite houses. He asked, Who built your hut? My father, sir. A super typhoon destroyed our house. George suddenly heard a ring. He saw on his desktop screen a box with a notification. Ben Casilli is calling. After declining the call, George typed, I can't talk. The refusal didn't stop the guy from sending another message. I'm asking, sir, if you have a plan to visit my country. Next year. Wow! Can I see you personally, sir, if you are going to visit my country? I usually go in January and February because of the nice weather, George replied. This year, I'm going in spring for a college graduation. Who? I can't tell you, George replied. Sorry. After the two men became official Facebook friends, George learned that Ben was an elementary school teacher by day, a tutor before and after work, and a manicurist servicing office workers at the municipal hall. Their regular, almost daily, exchanges soon took a different twist. One day, George asked, What are you doing? Chatting with you. How are you? Fine, Ben replied. How are you? Fearing another loop, George decided to be specific. Are you at home? Yep. Seconds later, a picture came in. It showed Ben lying in bed wearing a white shirt. Am I handsome? he asked. Yes. Thanks. Palanga. George googled the word for a translation. The English equivalent was darling. Do you live alone? he asked. I like my privacy. Explain. I make love with George Miller. Well, George replied, but he was puzzled. Do you want a picture? Sure. With clothes or naked? Ben asked. Have you done this before? Never, I swear, Ben replied. When are you coming? Where? George reacted. Philippines. I can care for you, Polonga. Where would I stay? George asked, amused by the tone of the conversation and the direction it was taking. In our Nipa hut. The hut that's next to your parents? Our Nipa hut, Ben replied. I promise to God already that I will keep my words. I have a vision problem, George typed. He couldn't believe he was telling a total stranger about something that had been troubling him for the past few months, but that he hadn't shared with anyone around him. I got you in bed, Ben responded, coolly, as if the information provided had no more significance than the weather forecast in a faraway country. 
You are already guiding me, my friend, George messaged. Then he typed, I might go blind. He immediately deleted everything. I'm full of energy. George said nothing, staring at the blank space in the messenger box. A new message from Ben came in. Will you marry me? Over time, George noticed a number of private groups on Facebook. One of them was named Foreigners Looking for Filipino, along with typos in the title. The About section displayed its rules. No profanity. No naked photos. George clicked the Join In button. A few hours later, he was notified that he had been accepted. Apparently, the group mainly consisted of sellers, teenage-looking males, and buyers, middle-aged and elderly foreigners. Apparently feeling lonely or simply bored, one member was asking for someone to chat with, while another invited viewers to call him at the number displayed. Instead of leaving a comment on the timeline for all members to read, George decided to contact two members directly through Messenger. Why two instead of three or four? he asked himself. Was it laziness or a lack of conviction? He introduced himself. I am an LGBT writer working on a book about the Philippines. If you want to chat, beep me. Several days later, someone beeped him with a hi. After sending a thumbs-up sticker to the guy, who looked to be in his mid or late twenties, George replied, How are you? For answer, the guy sent a question. You need me for your sex pleasure? Sorry if I asked. I'm not dating, George replied. I am a writer. Help me. George waited a few seconds. To fill the internet void, he asked, What's happening? Send me money. For what? George asked. Photos. Was the guy selling himself? George wondered. Within seconds, he learned about the terms of the transaction. Upon request and based on an established price list, he would get hot photos or a live performance with a higher price tag. On Skype? George asked. Yeah. No thanks, George typed. Welcome, the online entrepreneur replied. He went offline almost immediately. Frustrated by the lack of results with his previous attempt, George kept on exploring. He noticed that the Filipino Gay Marriage Foreign Men group had similar rules. No profanity, no naked photos. The group LGBT Christians warned the viewers, no dating. George sent a request to join both. After he received a message indicating that he had been accepted, he posted a message in either one. Who wants to be interviewed for a book? Days passed without any response. One day, a reply finally came in. Sure, the message said. Hi, how are you? How old are you? I am not dating, George replied. I am a writer who likes to ask questions. The guy reacted with a thumbs up. George decided to dive in. Are you gay or bisexual? I am bisexual. The response didn't come as a surprise. With all his trips to the Philippines over the years, George knew by now that gayness in that country was associated with wearing women's clothes, lipstick, and makeup. Can I be direct? Yes, go. Do you have sex with men? Sometimes. Do they pay? Yep. 
How much? Two hundred? U.S. dollars? Yep. George quickly converted the amount into Philippine pesos. It was a huge sum of money for someone living in the Philippines. As soon as he mentioned which country he was from, he was granted a cry from the heart. My dream is to live in Canada. Another one, George thought. He then learned that the guy already had a Canadian boyfriend. How did you meet? In a hotel. In Philippines? George asked. The guy sent a thumbs-up sticker. Where in Canada is he from? George asked. Calgary. It's not far from where I live. Nice, the man replied. Why do you want to come to Canada? To marry. To marry whom? George asked. My boyfriend, the guy replied. He followed with, I masturbate live. Do you want? While their parents raised chickens and ran stores the size of a closet to earn a living, or sold skewers of meat cooked on a small grill along a dusty highway or sidewalk, their sons were into a different kind of business on social media. Good luck, George said. He logged out. Thank you for listening to this chapter of Goodbye Philippines. Here are some questions from the author, and here are some thoughts to ponder. 1. Do you have a romantic relationship online? How long has it been going on? What are the pros and cons of the relationship? 2. On Facebook, do you accept friend requests from someone you don't know? Why? 3. Do you send private photos or live videos in exchange for money? Do you have male or female friends who do this as a sideline? Are the buyers Filipinos or foreigners? We'd love to hear from you. To share your thoughts and your answers to the questions, email charlesolavoie at gmail.com. Want to receive updates about future episodes of Goodbye Philippines? Don't forget to subscribe to this channel. Also, feel free to share the link to this episode with your friends and on social media. If you love Goodbye Philippines, check out www.charlesolavoie.com for info on Charles's other published works. A link is provided in the description. Until next time.